Welcome back to We Wonder, the scripture podcast for children and the grown-ups who remember that we are God's children too. This is our back to school season. And over the last eight or so weeks, we've been making our way bit by bit through Paul's letter to the Galatians. As the days have gotten shorter and the weather outside has gotten cooler, we've tried to listen closely, stay curious, and pay attention to how these words from so long ago are still good words for us today. I'm so glad you've chosen to join me along the way, and I hope you can hear God's Spirit speaking to you as we continue turning the pages of this letter. how Paul ended our reading last time. He told us that Jesus Christ has set us free. We are free to rest in God's love. There's nothing we have to do to be accepted by God. We are free to simply receive God's love in Jesus and let Jesus' spirit make us more and more like him. But this is hard news for us to hear sometimes. I can imagine Paul's friends in Galatia asking, but still, what do we have to do? Paul is going to remind them again today that the only way for people to respond to God is to trust and rest and let God's love come to life in us. Today's reading is Galatians chapter 5, verses 2 through 12. Here is what I, Paul, say to you. Don't let yourselves be circumcised. If you do, Christ won't be of any value to you. I say it again. Every man who lets himself be circumcised must obey the whole law. Some of you are trying to be made right with God by obeying the law. You have been separated from Christ. You have fallen away from God's grace. But we long to be made completely holy because of our faith in Christ. Through the Holy Spirit, we wait for this in hope. Circumcision and uncircumcision aren't worth anything to those who believe in Christ Jesus. The only thing that really counts is faith that shows itself through love. You were running a good race. Who has kept you from obeying the truth? The God who chooses you does not keep you from obeying the truth. You should know that just a little yeast works its way through the whole batch of dough. The Lord makes me certain that you will see the truth of this. The one who has gotten you all mixed up will have to pay the price. This will happen no matter who has done it. Brothers and sisters, I no longer preach that people must be circumcised. If I did, why am I still being opposed? If I preached that, then the cross wouldn't upset anyone. So then, what about troublemakers who try to get others be circumcised? I wish they would go the whole way. I wish they would cut off everything that marks them as men. Today, Paul finally names outright what is happening back in Galatia. The new teachers have come and said, 
But Paul didn't tell the Galatians the whole story. Yes, they said, Jesus has died for you. But that's not all. Paul shouldn't have stopped there, they said. To show that you accept what Jesus did, all of you who are Gentiles will need to be circumcised. That is the first step into obeying God and God's ways. And I can see how this kind of makes sense. After all, God's people have always been set apart. God chose Abraham, and then Abraham was circumcised to show that he was special and different. All of his sons after him were circumcised. It was a kind of mark in their bodies that they belonged to Abraham's family. But here's the problem. You can never add an and or a but to what Jesus has done. Paul is so upset because these teachers are saying, trust Jesus and be circumcised. Or God shows his love for you in Christ, but there is something you have to do too. Did you hear Paul's words? Don't let yourselves be circumcised. If you do, Christ won't be of any value to you. The good news of Jesus is that he has come to us before we even looked for him. He has already died and risen again to bring us back to God. And that is enough. God's true story is that we could not save ourselves from sin and all that is wrong in the world. But he loved us so much that he came in Jesus to live and die for us, to make us right, to bring us close. He did all of this before we even knew to love him or how to call on him. So when we say that there are things people need to do to come close to God, we're stepping out of that story. We're stepping out of Jesus' story and back into one where we think we might have some power to make things right on our own. Paul is writing to his friends because he believes these teachers have gotten them all mixed up. They are leading the Galatians out of God's story into a false one, into a story that depends on people to make things right. And that story will never have a happy ending. Only God is strong and good enough to bring us out of the old broken creation and into something new. But here's the good news. In Jesus, all of the things we think make us worse than other people don't matter anymore. All of the things we think make us better than other people don't matter anymore. The only thing that matters is trusting that he loves us and then allowing that love to live in us and through us out into the world. Do you want to know who belongs to God? Do you want to know who is being made holy? Every person who rests in Jesus' life-changing and life-giving love. Let's get ready to wonder about God's good words together. Before we do, can we take a moment to rest in the love that God gives us freely? Can I imagine that love over me around me, holding me close right now in every moment of the day, whether I'm paying attention or not. Can I take a deep breath, sit still, 
and simply let God love me. Loving God, make our minds curious, our hearts open, and our bodies at peace. Thank you for inviting us to wonder about your words. Amen. Paul says that the people in Galatia who are trying to make themselves right with God have actually stepped apart from Jesus. I wonder why we can't both trust Jesus and try to make ourselves right with God at the same time. Jesus has already come to live and die for us. He has risen. He has set us free from sin and death. And he sends his spirit to call people into his new creation. There's nothing at all that we have to add to that. There's nothing for us to do but receive it. Can I ask God to help me believe that that is true? Paul is very angry at the new teachers in Galatia. He even says something pretty mean about them at the end of our reading. I wonder if he's so angry because these teachers are putting up barriers between his friends and God's grace. I wonder why the Holy Spirit saved all of these words for us. The beautiful, reassuring words and the angry ones too. Paul also says that the old ways of deciding if people were good enough or could come close to God don't count anymore. Being circumcised or not, being a man or a woman, being successful or a big failure, having people like me, or being lonely and ignored. God doesn't judge us by any of those things. The only thing that counts is faith that shows itself in love. How does it feel to hear that today? Will you pray with me? Loving God, thank you for Paul's words to the Galatians and thank you that somehow by your spirit they are also your words to us. Give us the wisdom and understanding that come from your Holy Spirit so that we can know you better. Show us the faithfulness of Jesus and help us to put our trust and hope in him alone. In his name, amen. We Wonder is an area code production mixed and engineered by Nick Thompson and Noah Kirby. I'm the writer and host, Sarah Dahl. Our executive producer is Richard Clark. We'll be here every Tuesday and Thursday, all season long. To follow along and get some inside peeks at the podcast, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at WeWonderPod. That's the best place to keep in touch. And make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen. 
so you don't miss an episode. If you're interested in revisiting the wonder questions or seeing a script of my reflections, you can find a link in the show notes. I'll post all of it over at our website, wewonderpod.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.